The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. A lovely heartwarming story to finish the show. Laser the dog, the guard the dog, has hit the headlines quite a bit in Cork, as you may know, in recent years. And he's back in the papers this week as it's time for him to hang up his harness and to retire. And joining me on the line now is um, Laser's partner, guard the Pat Harrington. Morning to you, Pat. Morning, Ardeth. How are you? Very well. This is such a wonderful story in the sense that Laser has been responsible for quite a few d- d- drug seizures. Isn't that the case? Well, he's, he's trained to, uh, for everything to do with human scent, but he's been involved where there has been large drug seizures. He's helped uh, find the people who are tending to the crops. Yeah. Can you, Pat? Can you just explain how, say, laser would operate? Um, it, it's it's a procedure where the dog has to approach the individual who is suspected of carrying drugs, and what happens then? Well, well, Rainer, or sorry, sorry, um, as Rainer was explaining today about his dogs, laser is uh, what's referred to as a general purpose police dog. So he's trained um, for everything to do with human scent. And then I have my current drug dog then as well, Rex, who's a Labrador, and he's trying to find uh, eight different scents. He's trying to find guns with a cash. Right. Wow. So That's... each handler would have two would have two dogs, normally a patrol dog and a specialist dog, such as a drugs dog or it's an explosives dog. And it it must be a very intricate training system for a dog to, to be actually able to go in there and, and to spot explosives. Uh, it, uh, yeah, everything we do is based on a reward system. So for the dog, it's not really a job. It's more looking for their toy. Right. And then every time they find the different scents that they're trained for, they get their toy. So the biggest uh, part of this is the assessment process because all these dogs are born with the ability to do the work. Uh, it can't just be trained into any dog. Right. And um, what what will Laser do in retirement now? Will 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 you you'll be t- well? I know that you're you're his guardian, aren't you? I am, yes. I'm, yeah. I've been his handler, so Laser will be officially signed over to me now in the, in the next week. Um, I have to take responsibility for him because he's trained to bite people. So I have to be, um, I, I have to take, I have to take responsibility now, but he, he's not allowed to do anything unless I tell him. Um, but so he's going to just see out his days with me now at home. I, I mean, I, he's 11 and a half now. I have him since he's five months old. Wow. And, like, I mean, it's it's a real case of, like, apart from the, the official duties he has to perform with on Garda Shikana, um he's also, a, like, have you been able to treat him like a, a, a domestic pet? Uh, he, well, from now on, probably yes, but up to this, no. They're not, they're not pets. They're, uh, they're a very valuable resource. Right. And, um, like, all my dogs, none of them have ever been allowed into my house, but they're catered for with... with, with um, very good kenneling at the rear of the house. So, um, because they're, they're not pets, they're, they're working dogs, and the, the, there is a bit of a, there would be a, a major distinction as far as I'd be concerned. And do you think the transition now to domestic pet will be difficult for him? Um, it will, in one sense, because his, his mind is still willing to do the work, but his, just, his body isn't able. And it, the, I suppose the toughest part was the first couple of days I started leaving him at home because for the last uh, 11 years he's, he's been used to coming out of his kennel, going for his walk, and then getting into my car to go to work or getting into the guard of the vehicle or whatever he was getting into to go to work. Um, so it will be so the first couple of days now has been a bit of a transition, but these dogs are very intelligent and, and they kind of quickly realise, oh, I'm not going with Teddy now anymore. So a lot, a lot of the times though, the last couple of mornings, when he sees me getting ready to go, he kind of just heads back into his kennel. Yeah. So. 
Dad, you're forgetting me. <laughs> yeah, well, not forgotten about, but geez, it's just, it's just, unfortunately, yeah. time moves on, time waits for no man, yeah. so, or dog. And in the same way that a dog, a, a dog, you know, the, the greatest affectionate relationship with domestic pets is between a dog and his guardian. Do you, like, do you, will you miss his company now when you're, when you're out and about? I will because um, I, I had a replacement that I was training, but unfortunately he got injured and he, he's now been rehomed to a fabulous family above in, above in Mead. Right. Um, so I don't have a patrol dog. So like, even this morning now I'm working and Joe, you know, you'll be listening to the radio and there'll be certain cars might come in, a missing person or intruders on and you're kind of saying, geez, if I had a dog now, I'd be flying, I'd be able to go to that. But, um, and he'd be able to help, but unfortunately I just don't have one. But I'll be hopefully training up a new one in the new year. Right. Just looking back briefly on some of his standout achievements, um, that huge, that huge hall in in a house in County Clare wasn't that one of his outstanding moments? Yeah, the, that was the lads um, in Clare got information and they, they obviously got a search warrant and went and searched this house and discovered a huge cannabis growing factory. But when they got there, they were adamant they heard someone running up the stairs. And it was a big old manor with a basement and three floors. It was a huge building. But they were adamant someone was still in it. But they, despite extensive searches, they couldn't find them. So I was in Cork. They gave me a ring and I, I headed straight up. Um, because Clare's in our region down here. So we, we went straight up at Laser and deployed Laser. And he had a great find that day. He found the girl that was tending to the plants hiding up in a chimney stack up in the attic inside right. in a small hole in a small gap in a wall. And even uh, the lads, when when they found her, were scratching their heads, going, "We searched that. How how in God's name <laughs> do we miss her?" Yeah. But um, it was the dog found her. Sat at bark and didn't let me know. So it's when the, she heard the dog barking, yeah. and she 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 cried out and gave up. The canine instinct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The human and, smell. Yeah. And in terms of locating burglars, like how would Laser have been able to do that? Again, he's, it's um, it's not a case of here's here's the clothing the burglar wore or whatever. It's just Blazer's trained to find human scent. So if I give him his command, so when he's searching for missing people or a missing child, the command is given in a very soft manner. So he realizes there's no threat. But if I'm searching for a burglar and I realize that a burglar has ran into a certain area or is possibly in hiding in a certain area, number one, I'm not sure if they're armed or have they still got the implement on them. More than like if they're breaking into places, they'd have things like screwdrivers or iron bars, things like this. Yeah. So I, when I'm when I'm deploying the dog, I make sure all the other guards are behind me and lasers out to the front. And I show the warning, giving the person a chance to give themselves up before the dog is released. Right. And then I, shout, I, I then give the, his command in a very aggressive manner. So he realizes from the tone of my voice that this is no, he's going to find someone. And if he finds me, it's the opportunity to bite them if they don't give up. But yes. if they give up and comply with all the requirements, the dog won't touch them. But if they get aggressive towards me or the dog, then he's, he's entitled to bite them then at that stage. Yeah, so the, the, the preferable option would be just to surrender, wouldn't it? Uh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, I did, there's a great story actually this morning about the, the fellow fleeing the cops in, um, I think it's in Australia. The, the cops gave him an opportunity to hand himself in, but he decided to jump over a wall into a river and uh, he was eaten by a crocodile. So I suppose there's, there's a, a lesson in that story as well. Pat, am I, am I right in thinking you're based in, 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 in Middleton? No, no, we're based in um, Douglas Garda Station oh, in Cork right. City. Well, then there must be another Pat there. Um, well, one of your colleagues with uh, the same name must be based uh, either in Cove or in Middleton. I think I saw, I saw, I saw his name over the weekend. Anyway, Pat, great to talk to you and keep up the good work. Thanks, Gareth. Pleasure talking to you. Take Best care. Luck. Likewise, thank you. Corks ninety six FM.